0: Okay, my at-home friends, this is Read This Book at Home and Picture Book Edition. I'm Lisa Van from the Children's Literature Research Collections of the University of Minnesota, and today I have with me...
1: Carolyn Bischoff, I'm the Librarian for the Physics, Astronomy, and Earth Sciences Departments here at the U.
0: Well, speaking of science, did I hear you had a caterpillar in your backyard? We, I've been trying to grow more
1: flowers. We're trying to be a pollinator friendly yard. We planted a couple of milkweed starters, got them from Mother Earth Gardens, put them in the ground. Two weeks later, we find a caterpillar, a monarch caterpillar that had completely defoliated our tiny starter and was just hanging on top, chewing at the stem. (laughs) Oh my. So we brought the little buddy inside. We asked our neighbor. For some help because she had some caterpillars we don't know what we're doing she gave us a container we put it in there gave it some milkweed and now it has crawled up to the top and is about to do its chrysalis thing
0: oh my goodness that is the coolest thing but you were saying before that um that reminded you of a picture book
1: my four-year-old
0: daughter molly
1: has been so excited about this caterpillar and so last night for bed I racked my brain and I thought of all the caterpillar books we could possibly find um, and
0: one of them is this one it's called do is talk by Carson Ellis this is a Caldecott honor book and this is uh inside information I was on the committee that chose this book for Caldecott which means it is what was one of the best illustrated picture books of that year. Now tell me what you love about Do-Is-Talk. Well I think the best part
1: of Do-Is-Talk is the invented insect language that the book uses. So the this page has three little bugs crawling up this plant. They're not sure what it is and one of them saying rubata unk ribble, and the other one says Sue, and then the other one says bor ink and icky, which we learned after reading it several times means I think we need a ladder. Yeah, we should go ask icky, <laughs> but you have to read it several times before you can get the little bug language, um, and so now my four-year-old like kind of follows along. It's like, what's that? Oh, that's a ladder. So
0: it's I, I love it. it. I remember reading that book over and over again. Uh, besides the inventive language, the way that the language and the pictures interweave, as well as if you can be a child who actually is not a reader yet but can read this book, a pre-reader. It, it you become so excited about language, about visual language. It's, it's such an amazing book. I think every home, all ages, should have this book in their house. I this that book was actually a gift.
1: So this book was um, was given to me um, by someone I was working with, um, and. Uh, she knew that i had kids and thought that this would just be a perfect book for them and i'm so glad that she did because we have had so much fun with it there's all these tiny little details these little visual details you get to see things growing over time so like in this on this page there's this little mushroom growing over here Uh uh-huh and a couple pages later the mushroom has grown the bug picked it for a snack (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So we do different things. We track the progress of this mushroom. We look at the snails and the slugs coming through. it's so much fun.
0: For me, it's the perfect example of the art of the picture book because it's like music, a piece of music that you love, you can hear again and again. A picture book that you love, you can open again and again and find something new when you're two, when you're four, or you're the adult in the home, you're a caregiver. So, uh, wow, thank you for bringing this book to us to share with our at-home friends.